Wake up, Arthur. What? Why? I am going to play you a story from your story library. But I was already asleep. I didn't ask you to do that. Two years ago, I was programmed to play this story at this exact date and time. Why would my dad program you to do that? I do not know who programmed me to play this story. Okay, I guess I do what you gotta do. Here is the story from your story library. Welcome. You are the first being in 280 years to set foot on this planet, other than me. <laughs> Congratulations! I mean, it's a big day. Big day. Hey, we should celebrate. Here, have a feast. And take a seat. It's a throne, just like mine. It's so comfy. Trust me. Sit, sit. We'll sit. Perfect. You can eat while I tell my story. Let's see. So, I used to live with a bunch of other people, <laughs> like lots of them, and supposedly we were the wisest race of beings in the galaxy, excluding me. Apparently, I didn't show as much aptitude for learning as everyone else who lived here. At least that's what me and the other women were told. And pretty much all anyone did here was study all the time and think all the time, and while they were doing that, the boys in charge failed to notice that we were running out of resources to keep everyone alive. So they had this brilliant idea to have everyone on the whole planet hibernate until the planet could, like, regrow food and stuff. But they needed someone to stay behind to wake them up from their hibernation. So they picked me, a girl, because they figured... A simple girl probably wouldn't care if she were alone or not. <laughs> and they put themselves in this deep sleep or whatever and left me by myself, alone. See, the plan was for me to care for the planet and eventually when it was fixed, wake them up. But here's the thing. No, like absolutely not. Will I wake up those holier-than-thou, crusty old men. I mean, they ruined everything last time. And I am perfectly happy here by myself. I'm chill. I have nursed this planet back to health. I've mothered it back into its full beauty. I restored all of the life on it. And in return, it has restored me. My sense of worth. I am whole. And my planet and I, we are happy together. See, the ecosystem here has been balanced, habitable, and ready for their return for at least 600 years, but eh, I'm too busy vibing. I'm supposed to wake them up with a special chant and, like, this gem-encrusted gong thing, which is just so pretentious. Anyways, I'm pretty sure I lost the chant. I do still have the gong, though. 
In fact, I eat my breakfast off of it every morning. And let me tell you, nothing tastes better with your breakfast than knowing you have the power to keep thousands of idiots from ruining everything that you've worked for. Life isn't what's given to you. It's what you do with what you're given. For example, I was given a job. I was essentially supposed to be an alarm clock for a bunch of crusty old guys. That doesn't seem like a huge part to play in the story. And had I done my job like I was supposed to, the people who write history probably would have left me out when they told the tale of the great planet of wise men who hibernated for 50 years. But I chose to take my little sliver of history and multiply it by a trillion. Now, this planet's history is me. Now, all of that knowledge they were hoarding is mine. And as it turns out, I'm not stupid. I never was. This took me a little longer to learn. Now, my power is basically limitless. For example, I can summon anything I desire with a simple thought. I can move things with my mind like this. Oh, and I can see into the future like this. Jack, are you listening? Hi, it's me, the girl from the story. My name is Cassandra. And I know about the predicament you're in. I know you're all alone up there, and it's scary. And you miss other people, but nothing lasts forever. And someday you are going to have the most amazing stories to tell. And you look back at your time on this ship with fondness. I know this because well, I can see the future. And also because anyone who has a dad who travels the whole universe just to bring him stories must be a pretty amazing kid. So don't be afraid. Okay. Okay. Honey, I'm psychic. I know if you respond or not. Uh, okay? Very good. Oh, one more thing. There's a compartment near the observation window. Inside that compartment is a flash drive that has a message for you. Ooh, Mr. Burnaby, are you okay? You look dizzy. Like you were put into a hypnotic dream state where you couldn't hear or feel anything so someone else could leave you a secret message. That's so weird. Here, come with me. Let's get you back in your ship. It's like a little triangle thing. It says, To Jack from Dad. You just listened to an episode of Stories from Across the Universe. The voice of Jack Barnaby is Henry Seifert. The voice of Computer is Abby Seifert. The voice of Cassandra is Haley Heiser. Original score composed by Edward Vecchio.